It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Dirty 30 episode 30 of the team bear sports podcast. I mean, we're just cranking these bad boys out and you know, we're, we're making these uh, episodes and it's, there's no bears for two weeks in a row. So we got to continue talking about the GM search, the coach search, uh, NFL playoffs. I know Tim's got a, a little rant that he's been <laughs> waiting to unload on us for the past couple of days from Monday night. Um, but let's just continue on, I guess, with the Bears GM coach search. There's been all sorts of news and rumors and whatnot over these past few days about the Bears and who they're looking for and who they're not looking for. So what do you guys got? I think the, the latest to come out is that they're going for a second interview with the Colts defensive coordinator, Mike or Matt Eberfluss. That's I can't I'm not going to be able to pronounce that name. Yeah, that, that's a hard name to pronounce. That and kid. That's that's that a kid, hard name. That's a hard name to curse at your television. That that just sounds like I, I think I feel like bad for all of his teachers growing up, like reading the attendance. Be like, how am I going to pronounce this name? It, it's not. I don't know. It's it's not a not a fun name. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, it's just not not a fun name. It's not like a comically long name that you kind of just kind of abbreviate over time. Like you can't really abbreviate it to something cool. Floss or Eber or I don't know, but I just think it's odd that they're interviewing a coach this for the second round interviews when they haven't finished interviewing GMs or had uh, GMs come back for second interviews. So yeah, it seems like this whole process all over again. This whole process is, is it just stupid of us to be optimistic that just because they have a second interview next week that they're going to surprise us with a random GM pick like on Friday? Uh, but, I think so. But like, here's the thing: if they hire a GM, does this GM also get to sit in the interview with this guy? If you if you hire a GM before that interview and he's not allowed in there, then I, that's I a red flag. I I, I, don't, I don't know what's gonna I don't know what kind of people are gonna be outside of Alice Hall yelling, but it's not gonna be nice people. I just remember when like when they it's were gonna be like looking... a bunch. I I just I'm just thinking of like the old YouTube like video tim of you used to show me like this guy in toronto who's like pounding on the target door like why aren't you <laughs> why, are you, close? why yeah. are you close why did you hire the coach why did you hire the <laughs> yeah, coach like shaking the gate <laughs> but i do remember when they were looking you for- did this again damn it <laughs> do you remember when they were hiring uh the gm and coach uh after they let go of who was the gm before pace Oh, Emery. Uh, Emery. And they were they were hiring a coach and a GM, and like Pace just came out of nowhere. Like he was not one of the like the top names that I was thinking they were going to hire. I have a feeling yeah, he was only thing. been through the Saints organization, right? That's the only like team he grew up with was the Saints. Yeah, I've just got a feeling that whoever the Bears pick, it's going to be not none of the guys that we mentioned in our last episode, whether it's Mo Brown or Fosu Mensa or whoever is kind of like a quote-unquote big name that they're interviewing it's gonna be so some brown guy. got brown got interviewed on monday and so did wolf so they're they're moving along on these things and i believe that um dobbs the other guy from indiana or indianapolis pulled himself out of the yeah. running for the gm job so i don't know i'm just expecting it to be complete left field the way that everything's gone so far either with the both the gm and the coach or one of them i am not getting my hopes up that they're going to make the right choice after. I was thinking a week. about that today when I was cooking lunch. It's just like, you know what? Kevin does have it right. I'm just not going to be too upset. I'm not going to be too happy. I'm just. Oh, gonna... I could be upset now. And then once I will all agree when, you know, we'll, we'll give us one episode to be upset about the hire and then that's it. Then we're it's done. Like, yeah. Then, then it's like, we don't really know until they play in week one until we right. can really be upset. Um, I don't know. I'm just not, not hopeful that anything's going to get done. I know that 
They have Bill Polian, who I didn't I didn't know was almost 80 years old. Yeah, he's been out of the league for 10 years, too. Yeah, and it's just – I don't know why we're linked to all these – I know I mentioned it earlier in our uh, group text. There, Everything seems to be coming from the Colts, and is that just because it's Bill Polian, because Chris Ballard went there, and they're trying to, like, play catch-up because they let Chris Ballard go there? I'm just – it just seems I mean, like everything's like, coming from the Colts. The Colts are a good organization. Like, they're not terrible. I know they blew it this year. Like, Eberflus or To the worst in the NFL. Yeah, like, the past four years, their defense has been, like, a top ten consistent defense. Like, But, like, in our text messages we were sending this afternoon, it was just like, well, why did your defense show up in the most important game of the year? against, like, the worst team in the NFL. And you get people going, well, because Carson Wentz threw an interception and fumbled, whatever. I don't care what he did. Literally, Trevor Lawrence, it's been awful the, 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 last 10, the last 10 games, he scored, what? He scored four touchdowns? Yeah, they're and not you, good. And you, gave, and you gave away two touchdowns. I don't care how you did it. Their you fans decided to dress up as clowns to the game <laughs> that's who you're gonna lose to that organization they've got it all together apparently if they're like that's the organization that hired urban meyer after he, his all scandals like you don't uh, think I mean, there was a you don't think there was a team that was ready to pack it in more than the jaguars this year well and i know we've mentioned it before we like we don't want any offensive gurus like isn't this guy Eberflos considered like a defensive guru he hasn't had head coaching experience He's got a he's got a stacked lineup, so we don't know what he can do really with a average lineup. Not that the Bears' defense is average or probably a little bit better than that, but if we want someone who's going to have experience, he doesn't fall into that category because obviously right. he, this, it would be his first head coaching gig. I I think I read too they had like their two starting corners out for the last game or something. I'm like I don't want to hear excuses. I don't yeah. want to hear excuses at all. I I just Jackson, you made the good point on our on our discussion today, and you said that's a question you need to ask in an interview to to him. Yeah, like, and that's not asked. Like, why not? Like, even if he gives like a good response, like, it's a valid question that needs to be asked. And like, he probably does have like a bunch of reasons. Like, hey, if we were down five or six guys, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, you know, maybe like Jacksonville would just schemed us better, like. Whatever, but like, if he if you don't ask that question, I think that's just dumb. Because, like, the Colts a month ago, like we've even talked about, it's like, hey, this is a team that could make some noise in the playoffs, and they don't even make the playoffs because the last three or four weeks they can just completely fell apart. Well, and if it was like a if the Colts were already eliminated or something like that, or needed like a miracle to win the playoffs, I could see like the they just needed a win. They just yeah. needed to win. I could see like the rah rah, like let's let's upset them, let's kick them out of the playoffs, or whatever, with a win. But yeah, they did not show up. They all they had to do was beat Jacksonville, and they were good, and they couldn't what, do they that. They was like twenty six to three, twenty six to seven, something like that. It wasn't even close. And I know that uh, we alluded to it earlier today, but like that wasn't the Colts. Well, that wasn't their playoff game. But Nagy, we hired him after a poor performance in a playoff game, the wild card playoff game against the Chiefs or against the. Titans, excuse me, where they blew lead. This is kind they, of they, the same scenario. They took, they took the pedal off the get, like they took their foot off the pedal in that game. Like they were up pretty big, and Tennessee just like climbed back into it. I agree with you, Kev. Though it's weird that it's like a lot of Colts guys. I mean, Malcolm Brown that we liked last week isn't he a Colts guy? Yeah, uh, Morocco Brown. Yeah, he's a Colts guy. Morocco Brown, and then. We, Ed Dodds, guy, what, tells us today he doesn't want to be a part of our searching work. Well, guess what? I didn't want you. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. And then we have had we had Jim Caldwell come in, who's been out of the league for a few years. Then we hired Chuck Pagano from the Colts a few years back. It's just like, I mean, let's be, there's more than one. Tony Dungy, come on down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I mean, the Colts have been, they have great talent in certain spots, and they've played pretty well. They made the, the playoffs the last three out of the last four years, but like there's 30 or 30 other teams out there that you can pick from and interview people from. Yeah. And like, here's the thing, like 
you don't need to be the first team to hire a coach or a GM, right? You need to hire a coach that best fits your organization and the talent that you have right now and like what you can do with that talent. And like, there's a lot of teams that have a lot of good coaches that are still coaching right now. Like I'm I'm just worried that the bears are going to rush us to be like, Oh, we need to get the best. We need to get the, we got to set the message. I'm like, okay, like that doesn't work. There's only one guy that I think that they should hire as a coach that without a GM, and we all know who that is because we talked about him very extensively last week. He had a phone call last this week with the Bears. What what was that phone call like? I don't know. Hey, good job. Hey, George, did did you really call your one of your best centers a liar? Like, hey, I'm, uh, unless you're giving me the John Gruden contract, I don't think I'm going to leave Michigan. Will you offer that? No. Yeah. I can just. Well, and the thing is, like, if you want to get a top tier coach, you're going to have to overpay because you, you see all these all the money that college coaches are getting. Like, you can't be afraid to overpay for a guy that you want who's, you know, a top tier coach. And it doesn't hit your cap. It doesn't affect your cap for uh, the team. So why right. not? It's not? The Bears have the money. They're always a top three team in revenue uh, earned. So why not just overpay for the coach if it doesn't affect salary cap? Well, I don't want to like, like get like pinch pennies on a coach because we're trying to be cute and save money in certain spots. Like, yeah, it's it's not like you're trying to get like Nick Saban or Bill Belichick or something like that. Um, I mean, money shouldn't even be a part of the like that shouldn't even be the conversation in the conversation. Right. Should just be whoever you think is the best person in the job, whether he's 10 million or, or 1 million. I don't care. Whoever's the best. But guess what? I don't really trust anyone that's making the current decision to make that decision. I would like there to be a surprise. announcement. It's, it's, it's weird how they're going from like city to city. Right. Before Indianapolis, the day before they did all the Buffalo guys. Now they're going to Well, they can't do the Buffalo guys right now. They can't do a second interview with them, right? Because they're still in the... Right. So, they, I mean, I think they had to do it that way. But, yes. Seems like... The the rumor is that Showin or whatever the heck his name is, the GM or the... The Giants? Uh, yeah, well, he's he's in Buffalo. He's, he's going to potentially get that... He's talked about for that Giants GM job, and they're saying if he gets the GM job, that he'll bring Dabble over. And I don't I guess that's kind of my question for you guys. Would you want that? Would you want a guy like if you want, if you got your GM, right? Like if you had Dodds, right? And he's just like, I want Everfluss or whatever the heck his name is, or showing and I want Dabble. Like, and it's a guy that's on his team currently. Do you like that? I feel like I kind of would rather want to mix and match. Yeah, that just kind I of mean, shows consistency me like- helps. Consistency consistency helps. But like GMs don't hire coordinators. Well, no, that'd be for the the head coach. The head you know coach, what I'm, what I'm saying. Right. I mean, so like, how much is their personal relationship with the assistant coaches? Okay, right? like, I, I like where you're. Well, I guess I like where you're going there, Jackson. Like saying, do they have a good relationship? That's a plus, right? Here, I guess I'll, let me rephrase the question. What would be? We we can all agree. Okay, that's good because they like each other. What would be your reservations about something like that happening? Uh, my, my reservations for like hiring this, a guy from a, a new GM and they hired a coach from the same, same team that they came from would be just like the initial, like nepotism. Like I feel close to this guy. So like I've seen him produce and I'm not going to like explore my options. It's like, you're, you want to see the GM, like do the, do his due diligence and like look around rather than just saying like, Hey, if I, if I get this job, this is the guy I'm going with rather than putting in the work and like putting on a show essentially for the fans or whoever, and then going and getting the guy that you want to hire, just saying it right out in front being like, yeah, this is who I'm going with. Just kind of seems, I don't know, a little, a little off to me, but if it ends up working out, then I'll, very well said. Yeah. Very if it ends up well working said. out, then I'll, I'll eat crow, but just for, yeah. no, I, that's very well said there, Kev. I, I thank you. Who just uh, tweeted out the, why aren't you open? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you closed? 
so I mean, again, I, I don't really see. It seems besides that second interview and Ed Dodds just saying no to us, which is weird, but whatever. Um, I I don't think that's I don't think it's that big of a red flag. Like no no no, I'm just, I'm, it's not weird for us. I'm it's just you. it's just funny because like of course he's doing this. Like. Yeah, well he did it. I guess he did it last year with the Panthers, and yes. he, I guess he's he's come out and said he's only going to do it for the right position, and just like okay, well fuck you too then. Like I don't you know. I was like hey, you don't you don't want a GM? Yeah, what, <laughs> GM for, GM for a uh, a, a top uh, money making team like historic team in the league like i know that's corny as all hell but like are you really hoping that i really hoping that the houston texans job opens up like is that your dream job or yeah good luck with that (laughs) i don't know i i just it's kind of like you're i don't want to say you're doom scrolling on twitter but you're just like well i wonder what's what are they going to do next like are they uh they serious about this i i mean i just I hope they just don't hire a new coach or head coach before a GM. Cause then it's just like, how are you going to. Especially gonna... a no name, especially a no name coordinator. And I guess Epiphilus is not a no name. I'm just saying, but he, we didn't know who he was until last week. You know what I mean? And you, if you yeah, hire I mean, him. We don't, I mean, most people don't know in the league who defensive coordinators are, you know, there's very few that like stand out in history, but like, the one thing I think it's just so weird. If like you hire a head coach, it's just like okay, the head coach reports to the GM. It's like how do you build that relationship if you don't have that trust between the GM and the owner to make to allow them to make the call for someone they feel like suitable with, you know? You know, you know what that reminds me of? Just like if you hire like a, the head, it's like a it's like an arranged marriage almost. Well, it reminds me of like if you hire the head coach before the GM. Like if you're doing like homework or something, you get the answers for it. And then, like, you find out that you have to show your work, and you're kind of just like, oh, shit. Like, I have the answers, but I kind of got to make up yeah. numbers or just like math, put something like together math. to make show, it look like, like yeah. yeah, to make it look like you know what you're doing, but you you had the correct answer. But if, uh, you know, the teacher asked you, how could you, how did you get to this answer, and your work looks wrong, that's just kind of what it seems like to me. Like, why not take the time, get the guy in place who wants to build something, and then get your head coach, not just, like, take this piece and then try and film the rest with whatever. Is it more so they're just trying to like show that they still got it and they can hire a guy, or is it, or they're like afraid of the right guy getting nabbed or something? I don't like. I just don't understand the rush. I don't like, think there's. I don't think I there's don't a guy out there that's like, oh, like everyone's clamoring to get this person. But I think it might be just like. I mean, I hope they just don't rush it. That's the thing. Like, don't. Don't try to be the first team to get a head coach because they're like you just fall in this peer pressure crap, you know. I, I honestly don't know because it's not like they're doing something to make it seem like they're they know what they're doing as an organization or as a and like as a group of him they, or McCaskey. They've missed out. They've missed Cam- out on so many coaches, right? Like I was listening to a podcast today. It's just like okay, they, instead of trust, like. They went with Trustman instead of uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians the year before was the coach of the year, rep- replacing Chuck Pagano when he was getting his cancer done. Um, kind of seems like an easy fit. You went with Mark Trustman, the guy from when, Canada, and a guy who wanted to play or wanted to coach. You want to play with Cutler, yeah. Um, they like Dave Tolb, who did far in his interviews, like knows the Bears. He did, wasn't the biggest fan of Cutler, but you also have to appreciate a guy who's going to be honest with you, too. Well, and that's uh, what and that's what McCaskey said in, the, the, in yeah. the press conference. He says, we're not married to anything. We just want to hear people's plans. Okay, you want to hear right. people's plans, but then if you don't like it, you know. You scrap like, them. Yeah. It's no. like, how, what, if then, this guy, what if this guy had the right idea? What if, like, then, what was that? And then with the John Fox, right, like, you hire a guy who just got fired the year before for Denver, or that same season, or whatever it was. And then Denver hires Gary Kubiak, and then Gary Kubiak wins the Super Bowl like two years later, three years later. It just seems to be like <laughs> in the interview process that the McCaskies and Ted Phillips just like get wowed by like dumb shit. Like when they like, wanted Arians to do a fake press conference. Yes, dumb shit. Yeah, like Nagy came out and was like, he gave him the whole like, 
be you like we're gonna do all this like and my whole focus is be you be this I feel individual. like I could see like Mark and they got Trestman. suckered in I, I could see Mark Trestman just going in there and you know they ask him like what makes you special he goes wait a second and he starts doing like a magic trick <laughs> and then like George is like oh my god this is amazing we gotta hire you or he, he threw down pulls, his like he pulls he threw the delve out of his delve out of his like coat pocket or something like oh or, or, or some shit like, how many NFL coaches have three gray cups from the, in the CFL league? Oh, you're George, right. George That's is like, point. well, you're you're right. No one has that. I'm gonna hire you right now. I matched uh, with I matched with one of Tressman's daughters on a dating app like three or four years ago. So, I guess we do have a GM interview for Thursday. So who knows? And that's Morocco Brown. Maybe it's that, and then he gets the job, and then boom, he's interviewing people. Who knows? I mean, that's a quick turnaround for a GM to you get the job, and now you got to start interviewing people. But I mean, that's I mean, what you, you got to do. That, but that's in their that's interview the job. process because <clears throat> that's. I mean, you can't interview for the Bears GM position right now without saying, "Here's my plans for interviewing coaches." Right. You know what? It what I could totally see happening, or I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, is that they hire the GM, but and then uh, Ted and George strongly suggest a coach that they went and saw and interviewed in their process, and the kind coach, of nudge, the coach nudge him able along. To, the coach was able to jump out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> he's a freak athlete. Yeah, he's the coach is a freak athlete. He can do so, magic too. <laughs> Did you see that this coach we interviewed, he ate Chipotle every day to gain mass. This, this coach NFL. took a diversity test and scored off the charts on it. Oh, diversity at Alice Hall. I, I'm just not. At least they I actually brought in diverse people. You know, like, they're like, you know what? We need to bring in diverse people who are going to challenge us. Like, give them some credit. But Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they, like, yeah. gave him a wrong time for the interview. So it was just George and Ted. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like we're gonna. We're I gonna thought we were gonna be meeting. I thought Soup was gonna be here too. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot to email him the Google Hangout. <laughs> I uh, I just want some some news. I would like to know who our GM is. Like, I mean, that, like you that said, meme, that meme I sent you on Saturday, I felt was like the perfect. <laughs> just a hodgepodge. A hodgepodge of just people. I mean, other is, than- is the is the opposite true? If we hire a coach. Is that coach going to be in, like, the GM interviews? <laughs> oh, God. What do I want in a boss? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm God. Can you imagine I'm, Jim Harbaugh interviewing for GMs? <laughs> oh, Ooh, that, my God. That guy's a big jeans wearer. I'm not, I don't know if I'm uh, for that. He first-time first head coach. Let's say they hire the guy from Buffalo or um, – from Indianapolis, like, what do you look for in a GM? I, I, I don't know. Uh, who can <laughs> so, draft well? <laughs> someone who gives me a lot of leeway, um, not really written down my neck to succeed. You know, good sense of urgency. Would love to, you know, have uh, one quarterback on the team instead of, you know, six. Uh, yeah. We don't have to do the stupid kicker tryout. God, remember we did that in 2019 for like an entire summer, the kicker tryout? Because I, I don't – something broke in his brain after that, and he just decided to do that. And let's and let's talk about that because we haven't talked about the yes, athletic report. Multiple. The athletic report Which, uh, that came out and said that our coach, our who former coach, it? Aggie. The athletic, it was from the athletic. I don't know who. Um, I think it was Adam Johns. Straight up ghosted, right. straight up ghosted Trubisky after the 2019 season. Yeah, that was hard to read, especially after being excited that he's gone as our coach. To read that and like to see Mitch struggle and leave and have that whole drama happen, and then finally figure then hear the, uh, read this. It just like think about wanted... 2020. Think about 2020 season for Mitch. It starts because if it starts as soon as 2019 ends. He goes to Matt Nagy's office the week after 2019, so the first week of the 2020 season, because, right, it's technically the Bears' 2022 season right now, right? The first week of the new season, essentially, he goes and gets ghosted by the coach, 
and then gets pulled on the third, what, third or fourth game in the in the Falcons game. Yeah. When he, when he they was were already, two and one at that point. No, I I think they were two and zero. Didn't the Bears start off three and zero in twenty twenty? I think they did. I think it was like a they they were two and zero. I thought we. Hold on, I'm gonna look that up. I think didn't Mitch win both of his games, but he was like very unproductive, and then that's when they put in Nick Foles because he was struggling. He yeah, the, the Bears were getting their ass kicked. Tim and I we were watching that game. No, they but, started off three and zero. They started okay. off three and zero. Atlanta was the third game. They lost to Indiana. They lost the they lost the fourth game then. Yes. But when when I when I read this, I was like, I feel like most Bears fans left with Nagy being like, you know what, I'm happy he's not our coach anymore, but you know he's still a good guy. You know, whatever. Wish him the lost best. Lost all credibility. Then you read that and you're like, well, fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit. Like he deserved every like piece of criticism he got after hearing all that. And I I agree. Like you can't you can't throw your rookie quarterback under the bus and then when he comes well, to no, like just, look for your help. Year. It was his third year. Well, I, I guess I should year. say. I should say a quarterback on his rookie contract. That but like you also have to like you also have to be like with Mitch is like, okay, he came with a bunch of notes, right? That's what the article said. That he came with a bunch of notes and like video and like he came prepared. Right. He did his homework. He was He came prepared to get ripped on and, and yeah, say, Hey, like, hey, this is what I'm doing wrong. This is how I like to fix it. He knew he wasn't going into that meeting going This is where the off Yeah. The offense is struggling. How can we fix it? How can we, you know, make it more efficient? And then I guess after the Giants game uh, in week two in 2020, like they had a like a team meeting and that's where Mitch just got like blown up on by Nagy in the middle of a team meeting. And like, you know, I've been called out by coaches before and, you know, singled out like that happens. But I think it's a lot different when you're a pro athlete, it's like, okay, these are guys who are making a lot more money. Like they're adults. They're not children. You don't need to be at that point. You're two and oh, you're still two and oh, you still won. You still won. And like, even if they would have lost to the Falcons, okay, you lose one game on the road in which you were probably the underdog in. But like, did you really need to go to Nick Foles? Because after they went to Nick Foles, let's see what their, their schedule. I think at the timeline before that too, this is so, before the ghosting, that was that famous – it wasn't the 2019 season where we played the Rams, got beat, and then he straight up let Mitch, like, just out to dry. He pulled him. So he pulls Foles and – or he, he pulls – He pulled Mitch or he, like – I forgot what it was. It was in that Rams game that year where he basically, like, his, like his bi-language, Nagy's bi-language and all that, and then he pulled Trubisky in, like, the third quarter or something he like pulled that. Him, he pulled him in the Falcons game. No, I'm not talking, like, like the, the before the that season. season. Oh, in the 20, oh, all in the, the Rams game. He pulled him in the yeah, Rams Sunday game. Night game. Yeah, was that, that Sunday was that night when, game. Was that when? He pulled him in the Rams was... game for, like, for, and, and that's when, too, he, his shoulder was hurt, and they, he was still having to do, like, design quarterback runs. I don't know. It was just so, I they, like. I think, I know what you're talking about. Like, I feel like they pulled him after, like, a. Uh, and then there was a, a talk a on the sideline, yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone started saying, like, he straight up just, I mean, that move just showed, I don't have confidence in you. And then, you know, there was still some de, de facto, like, People going, oh, maybe it was just a coaching moment or anything like that. Well, very true, and everyone who was who saw that was right because by the end of the season, he's ghosted his player, and then by week two, he straight up is just ripping him a new asshole. I mean, Nick Foles came in against the Falcons, right? They won that game, and then I had this, I had the schedule up. They score eleven points against the Colts, they lose. They beat the Buccaneers, they beat the Panthers. They only put up 10 points against the Rams, losing overtime to the Saints. And I remember they were up in that game. They lose seven to the uh, Titans. They lose that Monday night game where the only touchdown came on that uh, kickoff return. Then they, they go to the bye. Mitch comes back. They lose the Green Bay in Green Bay. Like, what do you expect? They got upset against the Lions. And, like, Mitch basically won you three straight games to get you in the playoffs against Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. So, like, Mitch got you back into the playoffs. Now, and that Detroit's line, that, that Lions game, we shouldn't have lost. The defense should have lost. Bet. Yeah. They let him score, like, two late drives in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, but, like, 
I don't know. I, again, this isn't we're, we're happy that, he, you know, I'm happy that he's out of that situation and with all that. But it just shows you that Nagy is it, it, it needed to go. And kind of how I said to you guys is there's one there's two options with this one. Either Pace knew about this, like that he did this to Trubisky and then just still let him be the coach after that season. Ridiculous. Or two, Pace didn't know about this and what was going on, which also to me shows why don't you know what the hell's going on yeah you should know about the situations going on with your team and whatever like you if you know something's up like you need to adjust that and talk to your coach but either I mean, way it's, it's not a good look for either of them like we've talked about it a million times it's just like Nagy's just a st- stubborn ass you know didn't like he, didn't the report say too that he went after Khalil Mack in a meeting I mean, he went after he went after Mitch. He went after Mitch in a meeting. But it also said he he called out Khalil Mack and then defense. Is that I, like a I I know that's like such like I a did not see that. Yes, Mack was like Mack was specifically mentioned. That's like I'm gonna call out my best player and see. Like, yeah, the, the, the like, only reason why out. the only reason why people are going to the games. I don't, like and the fact that like he did all this with a with a young quarterback and he's supposed to be this offensive mastermind that's going to you know bring back offense to the Chicago Bears which hasn't seen good offense ever it's just like very 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 uh disappointing that we were expecting this offensive guru to come in and fix everything and all he did was make it worse like, here's the thing like is there a time where you got to get on players ass yeah for sure but like when your own system isn't working, you don't get on anyone's Yeah, place. exactly. Like, the you know, the buck stops with you. You are the head coach, right? The, how do you how do you not protect your own players? Like, okay, we need to adjust the system for this player. It, right? Well, and the worst is Mitch is not even the smartest guy when it comes to an offensive scheme or anything like that. He's not that smart when it comes to football, yet – the report saying he knows and the whole offense is meeting in the pre in in the summer camp and saying some of these plays aren't working. Sure enough, they're still called in the games and they don't work. You know, yeah. like what what and then you have Foles that year last year, right? Saying like basically coming out and saying you he knows that plays are gonna just fail before they are like right, right when they're called. Like I don't it's just and, and like here's the thing, Foles has been around the block. Yeah. Yeah. And he know he knows he's not gonna tell you, oh, I'm like the most athletic person on this field. He just he knows like, hey, there's I need to have the reason I won that uh Super Bowl is I was playing really well and I had a system and a talent around me that made everything good so he can tell you when things aren't good. <laughs> you know, like he needed his supporting cast is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, it's it's hard to coach. It's hard to like argue against a guy who came into a middle of a season and won you a Super Bowl, you know, and like with the veteran of the league who's been there for 10 years. And there was probably stuff that Dalton saw this year. Right. Like, it's just like, OK, I've been around this league. I've been in the playoffs more than anybody on this team. Like this shit is not working either. Well, I think Dal- I don't think Dalton has anymore, but I don't think he's as bad as. Like he ha- he was in some of these games just because again he's also being asked to do stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. Do I think th- this is not the same Andy Dalton of 2015 or 2016 where it's just like okay he can get you to the playoffs you know he's not going to get you that next step but like he's a reliable quarterback. Um, obviously like age is age and injuries are just caught up to him but like I think he knows like a good play call versus a bad play call. We're like okay this is gonna be like a five yard loss. Get ready. Good luck. <laughs> I think it's just so funny. Like I know bucks, it was the preseason. Bucks, I, know I'm supposed, I, I know I'm supposed to throw the ball over here, but there's safe. There's a safety that's gonna be right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it was just the preseason when we played the Bills and Mitch looked good, and we were like, "Oh man, like good to see Mitch playing well." But now after hearing all this, it's just like poetic justice that he just beat our ass in the preseason and had like 200 yards and a touchdown, it was like 20, 20, 25 on passes, like. That just shows, like, with a quality coaching system can do, even if it is just preseason, you're playing against second stringers. Like, if you have a good support system, you can succeed, rather than having a head coach ghost you and call you out in the middle of a season where you are two and zero, 
as I'd a starter. To, I'd love to see him go to like the Steelers or something, you know? Yeah, like, or like someone who needs a quarterback or I think he's, I think someone he's gets nice. injured. Yeah, I, I was having this debate with my dad. Like, I think he's going to get a start. Like, he's not old. Like, how I old is Mitch? That or just oh, that or like, he's like 26, him, like, 27. Why not? Why not Mitch Trubisky with the the Hogs? How about it? They need a quarterback. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can see there. so he's twenty. If, he, if he's the Hogs old. QB, I might have to hop on board as like just like a oh sprinkle, sprinkle in a second team there. So the rumor is the rumor is in DC, um, it's gonna be the Admirals. Oh. I thought it was Commanders. Sounds I like hate, it's gonna be. I Admirals. hate everything that has anything to do with the yeah. Ugh. The, the the bar that I was at this weekend, they're like, we want Red Hogs. That's what the people of DC want. They want Red Hogs. And, and then, like, like I, the worst, too, is, like, it, you know, because Washington, so W-A, like, that'd be the abbreviation. Yeah. yeah that doesn't... It's just, like, it makes you wonder, like, not only, like, just it makes you wonder that the Bears organization obviously is has a hard time with their higher-ups, but, like, you have a layup right there for Red Hogs or Hogs. Oh, they, they could be absolute but, dog but shit, just, and I would still buy merch if they were, I, if, I, if I was a Red I think, Hog fan. I think they're just embarrassed to think, like, oh, if they think of it as, like, a pig, like a big, fat, lazy animal. You know, I think that's their thinking. Like, oh, people are going to make fun of us because we're a pig. I but. just, can't you see some guy, some real fat dude, having his shirt off, painting himself, body paint, and just, big like, H on it? And just, yeah, just, hogs. I mean, then you, get, you got, like, you can set yourself up for, like, the, the fan section called, like, the pig pen, or there's oh, just so many man. things, like, the think, of, like the, think of the, the concessions trough. you could have, like, ribs and just, like, ham hocks and pig's, pig's feet and all this sort of stuff. Like, it just... <laughs> We're like never going to get over this, and they're just letting it go, letting we're it just, slide. We're just three schmucks on a podcast, and we came up with, like, all I've these heard, great so ideas. I've heard, I've heard uh, people like Red Hogs, or they like the football team. Like, those are the top two, and football it's not team? even close. They yeah. still like the, they like the Washington football team because, like, it's so unique, and, like, it's our name, and it's kind of, like, become, like, embroidered in us after the past two years like when, they hear, you when you're playing like shit that's the yeah that's the thing i don't um, know I, I don't like it because i think it to me it it's like still has the connotation that it's like connected to being formally being the redskins you know and right. it's connected to an owner who's just trying to stick it to everybody who's <laughs> yeah. a terrible human being he's where so, i'd say this i'd i'd rather have them in caskies than dan snyder but oh 100 um, percent yeah, Why not just be like the the Washington players, the Washington athletes? It's like that's the same thing. Yeah, that's this, those isn't like those are like I've, European that's, football. That's what I've heard the most is football team or Red Hogs, and it's not even close. I I hope it's Red Hogs. The people who are saying they want the football team, it's because they already have merchandise. Nobody they don't want to spend money. Admirals. Nobody wants admirals. Even a guy who was an admiral doesn't <laughs> want admirals. No, come on, Red Hogs. Come on, you red hogs. What what if what if can you imagine logo... like can you imagine like I know at the University of Arizona they do like the Suey chants? Like they bring back like Suey chants and like I mean, Washington and they start like doing pig noises out in the parking lot. I mean we've come up with so many ideas, like it just it's bad. Oh, we they should don't just do be it. on their marketing team. The only way that I would be for the Admirals if Admiral Akbar is their logo or their mascot. In Star Wars. <laughs> they have like that an actual be, battleship. That would be cool. That would then, be pretty damn cool. Not gonna they, lie. And then like every third down to hype up the defense, you just they throw in a it's a trap with some like music going on or something. It's a trap. <laughs> or after a turnovers. It's, it's like a trap. Just like this huge like guitar solo. That or something. is pretty that is pretty great there, Kev. That is pretty a little, great. A squid squid person. I mean that's the only way I'd want animals, but it's gonna be obviously very like buttoned up. It's military, gonna look like, like a, it's a gonna boat, look like it's gonna look a like ship. a it's gonna look like a weird um like Captain Crunch. When well, I think of like, Admiral, I think of like Captain Crunch. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the buttoned up version of the Buccaneers, you know, like what are they gonna are they gonna have yeah. cannons going too? Like what's their what's unique like about the Admiral, the Admirals the Admiral like controls the ship and the Buccaneers and the Raiders are the ones who have to do all the dirty work and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like Nothing's cool about. No, I mean, obviously there are things about like real admirals that are 
cool, but like just being like a mascot, it's like you think about it. They're like they're doing they're doing paperwork and like give me red hogs or give me death. I mean, then you just I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say anymore because like we we talked about this. It could go on and on, but like that's all I'm saying. That's that's been the report from DC is I've heard hogs and the Washington football team. So many opportunities. Commanders. They're just commanders. When people say commanders, like, oh no, they're like, they're like, we're not, like, like it, it seems very collegey. I think. Kev, what's that behind you? I think what? it's some bear news. Oh, you had me going. Oh, yeah, that behind you, you Yes. I do have some bear news. Uh, some heartfelt bear news you know the whole uh world's kind of going to shit right here with illness and sickness so we have a miracle bear in arizona in the scottsdale uh conservatory or conservation center uh because in safford arizona which is like out in the tonto forest kind of east of or northeast of uh phoenix there was a baby bear that was found alone and under 15 pounds and that was a little guy yeah, well, pretty pretty low for being like a year old. So it was like malnourished, severe case of ringworm, pneumonia, um, and guy like found in a dumpster or at a restaurant. Yeah, two months later, this bear is pulling through, healthy oh. as healthy as can be, gaining weight every day. She's moved to the largest medical enclosure, and she's called the Miracle Miracle Bear. That's a good name yeah. for her. I like that. I mean. This has just like got movie written all over it. I would, I would, I'd watch. If it's gonna be an R-rated movie, I'd see it. If it's a PG or G-rated movie, I'm bringing the kiddo with me. That just has, I mean, I, I would even story. bring the family. I think it just right. I think it just writes itself. Like you could have like this happen. She goes to the conservation center this or something. Bear got and then, and then, and then watch this. Watch this. So she gets better in the conservation center, gets adopted or whatever, and then her adopted family gets kidnapped. So then the narrator can go, Miracle's not out of the woods yet. Oh, you know what? <laughs> if, if they named the movie Miracle, it would be the best movie named Miracle. It would it would, it would jump the hockey movie easily. <laughs> yeah, Miracle on Ice, Miracle in Scottsdale, Miracle in Sanford, Arizona. Oh, I can see it now. They should they should just teach her to play hockey. Like, it's a crossover. That's that's the third movie. It's the Miracle, <laughs> Miracle on Ice, obviously. Miracle, Miracle, there. Miracle finds. What a, if the two worlds collided? Miracle finds a, a time machine and joins the U.S. eighty hockey team. It's <laughs> the first female bear to play hockey. Cut, like cut, cut to like the uh, the scenes of like the bear like falling on ice skates. Whoa! I don't know how to skate, and then. After a few uh, a few Kurt practices, Russ, they're just Kurt Russell is Herb Brooks. Like, I'm gonna teach this bear to play hockey. We got the Soviets coming up. There you go. You, I, you almost died in Arizona. You can make it through this game. Yeah. <laughs> I we, need you back on that shift. Get out there. We just pitched a million do- or a billion dollar like football football team idea and a, a billion dollar movie idea. We're just we're full of them right now. We're just, we're on. We're on a hot streak right now. Hot streak, and you know what? I would hope that uh, the NFL doesn't have their cold ass streak of shitty games because I need some. Oh good my games. god! Yeah, these playoffs were uh, we were gonna get to it eventually, but did I, did every top seed win? Right, every top seed won. No, no, Kevin, we were right. Um, the 49ers, you guys got it. Oh yeah. yeah, that's correct. That's correct. I guess I thought in my mind that the Niners were the better team, thinking they would be the top seed. But you're right. We did we predict it. that, and the only it. good game. Uh, I I didn't see the end of I didn't I saw like the first half of Cincinnati and the Raiders. That was not bad. It was okay. Joe, Joe Burrow was throwing real well, but there was that controversy with the ref and shit. But everything else was just a complete blowout. Yeah, it was it was not very fun to watch. I didn't watch like every single game all the way through, but yeah, it was uh. You didn't have to. You just a yeah. lot of these games. A lot of these games, there was no lead change. No lead change. It was just. It was over in the first quarter. Over in the second quarter. Done. I mean, the Monday night game was like I went to bed like at ten o'clock. Oh like, god. Twenty-one Dang. nothing. I'm like bed. 
What was that, Sam? What was that like watching that game with a Cardinals fan in your household? She just was. I mean, and I was like cooking, and I I made some like like French fry nachos almost. I just like made a whole bunch of French fries in the air fryer, and then just put like a bunch of nacho shit on it, buffalo and all that, and it was really really good. But I had that ready to go, just a shit ton of it. So I'm ready to sit down like midway through the first quarter, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why are they? Why are they like? What do you mean they haven't gotten a first down yet? What do you mean they haven't got even a yard yet? What is this, the Fields versus the Browns? What's going on? I'm like, I've seen this game before. Yeah, Kyler just looks and, and then, like, like doo-doo. They try to run that gimmicky play, like, in the first quarter. Like, the Cowboys did that, too. Like, pretty much, like, the exact same play. That, that very, throwback. it's a potential naggy, man. Like, when, when shit's working for them, it's working. Like, and Kyler's like that, too. If he's... Like winning and they're scoring at the, at the right out right out of the gate, they'll dominate the entire game. But if if there's just one struggle in the first quarter, it's it's not good. Like it's just not good. And they weren't run, they didn't run the ball. James Conner, I think, is the best guy in their offense. I I just I don't get it. Besides Hopkins, but he's not he's not playing. I, that, I totally forgot, I totally forgot Hopkins was out. That interception that that interception that pick six. Oh my oh. god. What are man, you talk about it. Talk about a gift. I I heard in the game like that was the shortest pick six in playoff history. Oh, 100 percent. It just yeah. like what are you doing? And then now everything's like you know like everything was like going really well for the Cardinals. And the the crazy thing was they you know Cliff Kingsbury was kind of on the hot seat at the beginning of this year, and then midway through the season, everyone's singing his praises. Maybe coach of the year candidate. Um, and everyone's like, oh, let's go give him an extension. Now at the end of this game, you're like, I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, I mean, they, got, they got the injury bug at the worst time. And I mean, they have not had a good month and a half for a while. No, no. Like and they have not looked good post bears game. No. And even in the bears game, they weren't even that good. We just gifted them for, oh, yeah, here. You, you have a interception at the five yard line. Okay. Congratulations. You're it's, Tyler's done that the last you know, the last two years he gets hurt and then comes back and he's not even hurt anymore. But for whatever and a, reason, and a team like stinks. the Rams, like that is a good team. Like the Rams are, they were, good. Uh, the Rams were, they were a really good team that were just playing really poorly. Like the last few games. So yeah. you, you wouldn't be surprised if they were playing like really well to end the season, you kind of wouldn't be surprised with you that. You were result. hoping they were going to get some like mistakes going, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Aaron Donald, what a giant jag off. Yeah, oh Tim, what, what is your, what's the gripe with Aaron Donald? I don't want to hear about this guy anymore. This guy's the dirtiest player in the NFL currently, and Ndamukong Sue is still in the NFL. Guy is so ridiculous. He's not going to get fined once. Dude choked the guy out uh, up 28 points and then went for a punch, too, and nothing happens. Nobody cares. The NFL doesn't talk about it. Nobody cares. And you're just like, this guy has a history of just choking people out. How That's are his just... one move. That's his one move. He goes. I understand. The like, what yeah. is that though? Like, that is ridiculous. Like, I don't get it. Like, guy is guy sucks. Like, uh, he's very very good. He's very very good. But like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like how are you, how 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 are you ge- getting away with this bullshit? Like, that's ridiculous. There's no way he shouldn't be at least like fined or suspended. Like. And nothing's going to happen to him because he's just, like, the golden boy. And I'm just like, this guy, like, is a problem. Like, legitimately a dirty-ass player that needs to, like, come down to earth. I really hope someone kicks the ever-living shit out of him. Especially off of, I don't know uh, who can in the league. If uh, just... Humphreys was, is, is a big boy, too, and he was, and he was coming at him. And Humphreys was like, dude, this guy's choking me. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. They're up 28 points. Why am I getting choked out right now? And seeing that after we watch a member of our team get a, a taunting penalty for doing a kick and walking backwards, yeah, like yeah that gets that gets dumb. penalized. But you know, you could do a rear naked choke on someone in a playoff game that clearly everyone could see. But because you're in some subway commercials and you have a big smile, like you're not you're not getting. Hey, he's undersized. Noticed. Damn it. Yeah, he. I don't know. He. I agree. Like he's a great player. He is. He is dirty. I just don't get why. Like, and Dominican Sue is like did the same stuff. I mean, maybe because he like he kicked Aaron Rodgers in the balls or whatever he did, or that was that a lineman was, on the Sue Packers. Was little, like Sue, Sue was a little dirtier. Or or like Vontez Burfett, like he was taking cheap shots and doing stuff after the play, or like 
Just because they're not. Especially since, like, like, if you're Donald, Donald doesn't need to be dirty because he's that dominant of a player. Yeah, it's because like, he has got he, this he's, big smile. So, he's, yeah, he he's, that, he's, that, he's that strong and that quick and that good. Like, he doesn't need to be getting in that shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's not a lot of, like, D linemen who are, who are really good, who are um, dirty. You know, like. T.J. Watt, J.J. Watt. Uh, I mean, like the Michael thing Strahan is, like, wasn't, Michael Strahan uh, was never, like, I mean, perceived as, like, dirty. The thing is, like, when you're playing in the trenches, like, like it, it is dirty. Like, it is a fucking battle. Like, I hated, like, getting, like, for me, like, there was a kid who we played high, high school ball, Tim and I, and, like, I thought he was dirty as shit. And, like, he would, like, step on you, like, on your shins, which fucking kills and then like or step on your foot like it's the worst i think we just lost tim i know is he like frozen on your screen in a very funny looking like, yeah mouth, like a, mouth open like a duck face okay uh, he's, right, well, he's i'm sure he'll be back but um I, I feel like there's like a lot of a lot of linemen out there or d, d- i mean you have to be you have to be dirty you have or, to be dirty uh, to a degree I think I think like aggressive, like Akeem Hicks is aggressive. Aggressive, like he, yes. he crosses the line in certain spot, like certain spots, but not like I'm gonna physically like assault you after a play or during a play. It's just like he might he might like take like a late hit on a on a quarterback, but it's he's not like diving at knees or anything like that. So Aaron Donald, you're a piece of shit. But you're very good, and I would like you to be on the Bears if possible. Oh, I, would, I, I, would, cool. I would take. I would, yeah, I'll I'd take, take you in a second. Yeah. He'd be like that. He had like the AJ Krasinski effect, where you're like, oh yeah, he just he he's great. He's a great yeah. person to have on your team. But when you're playing against him, oh, not so much he, a fan. He can ruin a game. I mean, <laughs> how are we feeling about these matchups coming up? Man, he is really. He's gone. Uh, he he's gone. He's, he hopefully he comes back. I think honestly that. It'll be it'll kind of I, go the way I of the top the favorites. Seat. Yeah, I think the favorites I, win, except I think that the Bengals can beat the Titans. I don't know. I think the Titans are very overrated. I, I think that I like the Titans, though. That's that's my team. But I also kind of like the Bengals as well. But I, those I, are the two teams I wish that were not facing each other. Yeah, I feel like that the, they're very different style like matchups. One's like right. a sling it with Joe Burrow and Higgins and all those guys and Chase. And the other one's going to beat you up. So I mean, one of one of those styles obviously is like meant for the playoffs, like typically. But I I don't know something about like the Titans being the one seed and like watching them play a couple games. You're like not super impressed by them. But I, I will say this about the Titans: they went where they were six and two when Henry got hurt, and they went six and three when Henry was out. So like they know how to win. They're not going to change. Um, you know, that defense is good. A.J. Brown is finally healthy, um, which he cost me a lot of stuff in fantasy this year. But um, I think this is a Titan team. Yes, I will agree with you. I think they're just not the flashy team that the AFC and parts of the NFC are, we're just so accustomed to. Like, this is a team that's going to punch you in the fucking face. And that's what one, I kind of like about them. I think one thing that I they think- are what the Bears should be. Or try, oh, yes, try to be, yes. Yeah. Like you're gonna give Derrick Henry 30 touches. You should give David Montgomery 30. Yeah, you have a, a young, touches. a young physical wide receiver. Uh, you know, I know Tannehill. You know, is pro bowler at best, um, but he's not gonna lose you games. The thing that I could see happening, which I think happened in the wild card round with the Cowboys, is that. They played in the Titans played in a very weak division. I mean, they played the Texans twice, yep. Jaguars twice. You can get the five Colts, wins. I mean, right there. the Col- yeah, the Colts who lost to the Jaguars. So I mean, they're not they weren't some powerhouse that they had to beat twice. That maybe that catches up where the the um, Bengals they played in a really tough division with the Ravens and the Steelers and the Browns. Not that any of them were like really standout teams, but they were all like you get used to that teams, phys- you get teams. used to that physicality. And, and that like, that uh, division is always right, consistently brutal. So that, I mean, you don't know. And like, it's not like Ryan Tannehill is a seasoned quarterback who's like won plenty of playoff games. And Joe Burrow, I mean, he's still on his what third year, second year, third year, second year, yeah, second year. He I mean, in playing time, he hasn't 
this is the first year he's finished complete season because he he broke his knee last year. Exactly. Towards so like ACL they, or whatever it was. So he doesn't have much experience as well, but he's also won but a Tana national Hill, championship Tana, game. Tannehill has been deep they in did the go playoffs. To the, they did They've go to the AFC deep in the playoffs, game, right? AFC championship. You know, like, they have been close a few times, and they just have not been able to. I mean, if you, I guess if you think about it, who did they lose to in the AFC championship game? A high-powered offensive team. I mean, I'm guessing if it's if it's my – I mean, if they win, they're either playing the Bills or the Chiefs, which are both high-powered offensive teams. So you're going to have to – Can you do that back-to-back weeks? Yeah, so then that'll be tough. Granted, they'll right. be at home, which is nice. Um, but in terms of the NFC, I think it just goes – the Packers are going to win. I mean, yeah, they're just I, so I much think, better. I think – San Francisco can give them a game, but like you're looking at their injury report right now, and it's like if Bosa's out, if Fred Warner's out, and if Garoppolo is banged up, like, yep. come on, man, that's and it's in Green Bay. Um, I think it's the early game on Green Bay on Sunday, right? So it's the, the late game on. It's the late game on Saturday. Sunday has the the best matchups. It's Rams Bucks early, and then Bills Chiefs late on Sunday. Okay. And for Rams Bucks, I mean, I think I can't go against Tom Brady. I think that they'll pull it out. But if the Rams play I, like they did, I, if the Rams play the way they did on Monday, did they face each other this year? The Rams faced the Bucks this year. I'm not sure. I will look it up really quickly. But I know I, the I'm Chiefs. Go with, the Chiefs played the Bills. The Rams beat the Bucks twenty. I just exited out of it. 34 20 something. I don't know, just exit out. 34 24, the Rams beat the Bucks. They were in LA this year. So, obviously, well. that old adage hard to, beat a, hard to beat a team twice. You got Tom Brady. <laughs> Although they are banged up, and I, I think St. Louis is a little bit more, LA is a little bit more healthy. So, it'll be, it'll be a good game. I'm still I mean, going to go with the Bucks. That defense so, is good. So I got what? What's that? Bucks, Packers, and the NFC Championship game—a repeat of last year—and then I got Bengals, and I think I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I think they're just playing too well. Yeah, I'm gonna be boring. I'm gonna go Chiefs, Titans. Um, you know, I'd like to see the Bills. Bill Cincinnati would be a cool AFC Championship game. That would that would be a really be, cool. The ratings that for that would be so bad. <laughs> It'd be so bad. But Some big markets up there in uh, upstate Buffalo in uh, South, southern Ohio. Southern Ooh. Ohio, yeah. Well, um, like that would be a fun matchup. Like if you actually like football, um, it'd be it'd be like the Buffalo both. Wings Buffalo Wings versus Skyline Chili matchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which fan which fan base has been used and abused the longest? Um, well, NFC. And, who do you got? I mean, I think it's. Green Bay and Tampa. Yeah, it's. I mean, I like that. I am confident that either whoever wins against I, I Tampa, don't, and, I don't see it. I don't see a team in the NFC actually beating Green Bay, and I hope I'm wrong because I, I, I think if Green Bay, if the Niners somehow beat uh, the Packers, I think Rodgers is gone. Right. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like that the Packers and the NFC Championship game is like their boogeyman. And I'm conf- I think the Rams and the Bucks have enough talent to beat the Packers, but it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, I've yeah, I've loved seeing the Packers the lose Tampa, the NFC Championship game the past Tampa three did years. not Tampa did not face Green Bay this year, I believe. They did not. You know, because the they were second place and the Bears were second place, so we got flexed in with them. Um, you know, can Tampa go up to Wisconsin back to back years in the AFC title game? Um, I wonder I how got, many times that's happened in NFL history. I think they teams, got a better shot than the Rams would. Yeah, especially like, since like they face each other not too long ago, like what a month ago, and like Green Bay just Green Bay just kicked the shit out of them. Like Green Bay's defense, I like I know it's not the best, but they're not terrible. And yeah. like they can keep you in a game so I mean, it's so hard. Like you have the best defense in the world and you know, once Rodgers gets hot, you know, it's it's game set match. Um 
I think Tampa, like, obviously you're going against Tom Brady, and, like, I think they have a little bit more. The problem is, like, Tampa's also banged up. No, you look at their team. They're, like, banged up. They're banged up. And you got yeah. guys just quitting at halftime, so it's, uh. It's, you know, they're they're finding ways to win. I, You know, I, I think the Rams probably have the best opportunity, if you look at all four of the matchups, to maybe pull an upset. Um, just cause how good the Rams are and like, they've also like, this is a team that's also been there right outside of, you know, the chiefs and Tampa this is a team that's also been in the super bowl. Um, they know how hard it is not just to win, but to win on the road, you know, they're playing in Tampa, you know, like they're not playing in green Bay, you know, until the NFC championship game possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's like, okay, yeah. we're going to a warm place. As long as it's not like a like downpour, um, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I can see that. What, I, I think we got to talk about Dallas a little bit because you and I called it. That was the best game. Two things stuck out to, to me the most. One, Dallas is not good. Just not a good team. I think their defense got exposed, right? And we've mm-hmm. been saying this a lot. If they don't get sacks or Diggs gets a pick, like they get burned, they got out physicaled, and they could not come back. And I lost a lot of respect for Dak Prescott with his quote. Like, oh, about the refs? The like, refs. He the, knows the yeah. rule that the ref has to spot the ball. Mm-hmm. And center can't just pick up the ball and hike it <laughs> like <laughs> yes because you're gonna give man. yourself you're gonna give yourself any advantage i mean yeah if that was like, if that was the case if i was a center if that wasn't a rule like you why would oh, you take like five time. steps yeah <laughs> yeah I just all right let's go it'd be like blitz football like <laughs> and like they got garbage thrown at them and like you know someone could have got hurting um yeah, and, and playing it off like, oh, like, haha, the fans, like, oh, you were throwing at the, you were throwing the garbage at the refs, not the players. Oh, okay, that's cool then. Like, yeah, what a dick. Even if it was jokingly, it's like, you, you, don't, you don't come off, that. you don't come off good at saying anything like that. Yeah, it's it's not the refs' fault that they drew up a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left in the middle of the field, like with no timeouts. Who who was the genius that thought of that? Like, all right. We've hit them, you know, three plays in a row or whatever it was. Getting it to the sidelines, big chunk of yards. Let's get like another eight or nine yards here. Get to get it down to like six, seven seconds. Then take like a a shot, you know, roughly around the 20, 25 yard line to win the game. But nope, we're gonna run a draw right down the middle of the field. Come I on. think what I what I got from watching the, this game because I mean Dallas is on pretty frequently and being in the regular season and they. They play in a weak division, like I mentioned earlier, that it was kind of weird to see. I feel like that I really only feel like that Matt Nagy is the only offensive coordinator who runs these like crazy plays and like makes these dumb decisions. But I don't only, think Nagy would have even done that. No, not only in this game, but like seeing what um, they did, what Kingsbury did in their game. Like I was just surprised to see that other coordinators and coaches like just don't run the ball as often as they should, especially when you have like a Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott or in the Cardinals case, Connor and Edmonds or whatever. But I'm just kind of happy that Dallas lost, not only because I'm, I'm not a humongous Cowboys fan, but it kind of really got the Kellen Moore like, hey, maybe you should give him a shot at coach or give him an interview. I think that's completely gone now with how poorly of a game he called. So what do you think about um Dan Quinn? No, I mean, I get Dan Quinn's past and, you know, he's accomplished, but I'm not excited about Dan Quinn. I don't think he would do well here. Um, what What do you think about Buffalo? Do you think Buffalo can finally get over the hump and beat Kansas City the last game we could talk about? Uh, I, I, yes, I think that they're talented enough. It's not like it's a Green Bay and uh, – San Francisco matchup where you're like one team is clearly better than the other. I just think that 
Kansas City is hot right now. They, uh, I mean, they're like the boogeyman for for them for the Bills. Like you got to beat the Chiefs to get past to the Super Bowl. I, I just don't see him. I don't see him beating them. I think Mahomes, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, all those guys. They're just they're too talented. Andy Reid's a great coach. Um, I think Josh Allen's going to have to do a lot in order to win that game, especially. And they don't have they don't have the weapons like the Chiefs do if it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I think that the Chiefs just continue on, make it to their third straight AFC Championship game, and they beat the Bills. What about you? Yeah, I, I mean, KC is hot. You know, three months ago we thought KC was in trouble. Um, I think a lot of people are going to pick the Bills because they just whooped on the Patriots, but the Patriots weren't that good. Like they were like, they yeah, were, I mean, I think they're, they're a good team with a young quarterback, um, yeah. wildcard team at best. They were not winning the division this year. Like they made it close, but you know, they kind of lost some games on the stretch where it's like, Oh, they, they needed to win the division and they got the wildcard team. Yeah. I think um, that it seemed like it's going to be a closer matchup against the chiefs because they just blew out the the pads. Right. Like it's impressive. They, they almost played a perfect game. You know, they missed two extra points, which was weird. Um, you know, I, I just feel like Kansas City has their number. Kansas City knows how to win here. And, like, you know, if you're the Chiefs, you're like, okay, I th- we think we're probably the best team in the NFL. And you can make that argument. Um, I think Kansas City probably wins by, like, maybe 10 points. Like, I could see him pulling away at the end. Yeah, I can see that. It'll it'll be a good game. I'm I'm happy that Sunday's games are the games that are playing because that nothing would be worse like you're playing it, like you watch some good football and then you finish off with Packers and Niners. Like you're just kinda like yeah. a high probability of being a blowout. Yeah, like I think Rogers is just on a mission this year and I hate saying that. Um but you know, they play the game for a reason. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll be rooting for the Niners, absolutely. I'll be the oh, biggest man. Jimmy G I, fan I will say out this, there. I will say this about the Dallas-Niners game, though. What a great-looking game, right? It like, was very aesthetically pleasing. The colors, like the, the, colors, classic the matchups, logos. The classic look, the, the classic, like, 80s look, 70s look, like, those old, like, the Niners, like, Niners-Cowboys felt like these two teams should always meet in the playoffs. Right, just because like the jersey look, like mm-hmm. very simple jerseys. It, 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 I was with some buddies watching the game. Like this game just looks good, like I, it does. It's, it's going to be the complete opposite of watching the uh, Titans and Bengals game. You're going to be like, oh, like oh. my tele. My no, I, I know is- after the season, like we we're going to start talking about more random things. I think we need to have like a jersey. Podcast. Jersey like ranking a jersey tier list podcast, something like that. What goes into a good jersey? What with matchups with jersey yes we'll have a jersey day i like that well i i am all for that idea which we'll probably see in a, a future episode um but jackson unless you got anything else i think we could wrap up this this episode with nope Tim, nope Tim i got nothing else yeah his, over there. his computer had all of a sudden went out on him so that's never fun uh, well the it guy's computer went out on him that's funny mm, we love to see it yeah, look at us with our just plain old laptops, and we're we're doing just fine. Hey, you know what? I fixed my laptop battery last week, so this is why I'm on the laptop that's on my cell phone. There you go. Oh, he just got a we just got a message from Tim said he's gonna keep trying, but it looks like we don't need to because we're gonna end it right here, baby. So that that was episode 30 of the Team Bear Sports podcast. Tim, Jackson, Kevin coming back, just coming in with some hot takes. Uh, catch our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get it. Interact with us on Twitter at Team Bear Podcast. And I guess we got to end it with Go Niners. Beat those Packers, right? Go Niners, baby. Go Niners, baby. All right. Team Bear. Thank you. Thank you. And Go Bears! <laughs>